Opinions expressed on ACB Radio are those of the respective program contributors and cannot be assumed to serve as endorsements of products or views of the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff. Hi, everybody, and welcome to Read More Books. And today, Hyle's going to talk to us about using iBooks. I'm so excited. I've really enjoyed all of these sessions about other options besides just BARD, because that's what I use 99.999% of the time. (laughs) Anyway, for those in our audience um, on Zoom, please keep yourself muted. When it is time for questions and answers, um, Hyle will have our ACB host, Teresa, Christian, um, give the reminders on how to do those things, raising your hands and mute and unmute yourself. And I do want to um, just let people know this is a production from the Whole Foundation and Learning Center, which is located just outside of Portland, Oregon. It's um, We're celebrating our 60th year this year, so that, that's very exciting long-term thing. And there's um, at the end of this session, I will give contact information so you can get on their email list. They do not have as nearly as many calls as on the ACB community call, but, you know, several of ours are not listed on the community call list. We have some just like more peer support sessions and all kinds of different ones that um, are not listed on the community call list. So you can get on there and that we also do in-person retreats and I'll talk to those more about those at the end of the session. So right now I would like to turn it over to Hiel. who is probably muted. There we are. Hi, everybody. (laughs) This is Hael Espinal, and I am here to discuss with you um, the iBook app or Apple Books or whatever some people may call them. I'm so happy that you all are here with me here on Zoom as well as on ACB Radio. Hello, Radio Land. Yes, this is an ongoing series. Um, last month, I cannot remember, I think it was Kindle. Next month will be the Libby app. Today is the iBooks app. So I'm so happy that you guys are here making your time on Wednesday, the middle of the week, to to come and learn about this wonderful, wonderful app. Um, as a disclaimer, um, I am not here to offer technological support. If you need any assistance with Braille display usage with your um, on the iBooks app or any uh, yeah Braille display note taker screen reader issues, you I strongly recommend that you either contact Whole Foundation and Learning Center to um, get to get in touch with um, an instructor there or to call the company such as Humanware or Freedom Scientific to sort out your um, technological support. Also, I will be giving the information out for Apple accessibility, um, as that is also a relevant place to seek um, assistance in regards to issues with apps and connectivity and such. So anyways, the iBooks app also known as Apple Books, is free, it is gratis. Um, It is available, um, accessible to us all visually impaired as well as sighted people. Um, It is completely usable with voiceover. Um, 
If it wasn't, I wouldn't be presenting it, essentially. Um, completely usable with voiceover um, and usable on any iOS platform. So the Mac, the watch, the iPad, the iPhone, anything you've got, it'll work. Um, so I'm going to give you all the information. Um, the, the web information and phone numbers and such. I will also repeat it at the end of this presentation or towards the end of the hour. Um, keep in mind, though, that if you cannot uh, are unable to write these down for any reason, you are more than free to contact Co-Foundation and Learning Center and ask for the after session notes. They are available to you. We all, um, when, when we do these types of workshops, um, informational workshops we do offer after session notes and you can go back and and look at some of the information that we covered not the entirety but most of it so here it goes the information for accessing apple books or the ibook app apple.com slash apple books That's apple.com slash applebooks. It'll take you to their page. Customer support um, for iBooks or Apple Books is apple.com. I'm sorry, one moment, please. Support.apple.com slash books. That is support.apple.com slash books. Um, and I believe the Apple accessibility phone number is 1-877-204-3930. That's 1-877-204-3930. I will be repeating this information again. And again, you can access the, this information through um, the post-session notes if you call Hope Foundation. Um, apologies. So, what's available on iBooks or Apple Books? Um, you can find ebook content of a large variety. I'm talking any genre, fiction or nonfiction that you could ever want. I have found that um, books tend to be available more so here than on Kindle. Um, like, if it's usually available on Kindle, it's available on iBooks. But if it's not available on Kindle, it's usually found on iBooks. Um, so that's handy and confusing. You can also access audiobooks on iBooks. Um, I have yet to use this feature. I'm not exactly sure uh, how it works, but it is accessible and it is usable and um, and it is there for you to use. Um, the book content, the material is also both paid and free. 
the cheapest I've ever seen a book, I think that's the cheapest as it can go, is 99 cents. Cheapest is free, but if you're going to pay, 99 cents isn't a bad deal. Um, I noticed that based on the links of the book and the, the type of book it is, it tends to be a little bit pricier, the longer and more complex. Um, also, there is a way to access free material on the iBooks app. Um, so if you just want to want a quick read or want to find a new author or something like that, just hop into the um, free section of the, I believe it is the store on iBooks and just hop in there and, and browse. Um, personally, I have not been very impressed with some of the um, selections offered on iBooks for free, but to each their own. Don't let my opinion influence your decision. As I said, this app is usable on all, all iOS platforms, including the watch. Um, and, and with the watch, I do recommend that you use a Bluetooth speaker or a pair of earbuds or headphones that will connect to your watch. So it, it will be clearly more clearly audible to you and less disruptive to the people around you. Um, so the, 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 I'll cover actually, let's see. Let's see here. Smart speakers and iBooks. Um, I know some of this question is typically asked on my during these my read more books calls. Um, and I will tell you that from what I've been able to research, and I can stand corrected gladly if somebody has more verified information. I tried verifying it myself um, this morning that the um you can connect with your speaker like say um alexa or um or google or something similar to that or even the home pod if you have your device connected via bluetooth to that speaker it seems that the only services available that can you know directly stream from your library um, are like Audible and Amazon, which is pretty much the same thing. Um, but aside from that, if you want to read, listen to an Apple book, um, and it comes in handy because you can use your own voice to um, voiceover, preferred voiceover voice to to read your book instead of a narrator when if they're, especially if it's an ebook, right? You're not going to have a narration choice. Um, so just connect it to via Bluetooth and it should work. Um, let's see. I'm flying through this information. I apologize for that. So if you guys want me to repeat anything, please, please, please raise your hand. Um, before I go into the tabs on the app, does 
Teresa, can you please give them the information on how to raise and lower their hands or all the whatnots? And then um, I will answer your questions for now and then I will get back into it. I absolutely can do that. So if you're on a PC, to raise and lower your hand is Alt-Y. If you're on a Mac, it's Option-Y. If you're on the app, the lower right-hand corner has a more button. You tap that, flick left till you hear raise hand. If you're on a touch-tone phone, it's star nine. So we're good. There are no raised hands just yet. Awesome sauce. Um, there are specific gestures. Uh, I'll say this in the meantime while people decide if they want to ask a question or make a comment. Um, there are specific gestures to voiceover for the usage of listening to your books. When you first download the app, um, take the time and listen to your, oh, let me say this real quick and then we'll take Andrea, I believe that's Andrea. Um, we, when you first download a book and you open it in the library on iBooks, I strongly recommend not fast swiping through information. Slowly listen to your voiceover because, or carefully listen to your voiceover because they these apps give you very relevant information on how to use the app with voiceover. So. Let's take Andrea. Andrea, you can unmute. I am unmuted. And so I, my hand got lowered. I don't know what happened because it was up before, but I apparently got lowered. Um, are, there are there recordings of like your previous workshops available somewhere? Um, I know that we can get recordings on the Victor stream of some of the ACB community calls. I'm aware of that, but I haven't, these I haven't seen. So I'm wondering if there's somewhere else to access those recordings. Um, mostly not. There's probably one or two, but I haven't really looked, honestly. Um, I wonder if maybe through Call Foundation directly or something. If, if um, there no, we decided not to record them last I heard. Carrie, you have any information on that? I guess Carrie's busy, but, um. Sorry, sorry I was muted. Um, you know, Whole Foundation has never um, recorded theirs until ACB required it. And so um, what we're trying to do is get access through what ACB has put up. And I know, you know, sometimes because the ACB community calls that they do put into podcasts are using a lot of uh, volunteers, it can take some time. So um, that is on our list to go back and see which ones of these and with all of them, which ones are already up there. So um, we'll be working on that soon. That'd be great. Thank you. I haven't seen any of them. That's why I was curious. And so, yeah, okay. and I know it takes time to get them up. So yeah. if you okay. Kindle, that would be terrific. Thank you. Okay, perfect. No Thank problem. You. Thank you so much. Anybody, anybody yep. else? Next hand, phone number ending in 531. Oh, real quick, before we yeah. go to 531, real quick. Um, I will be redoing um, this series, starting the series over um, closer in a few months, closer to the end of the year. I know that's a long wait, but um, and if, if that helps any, I will be redoing these. So, 531? Yes. Hi, this is Chris, and I missed um, about four minutes, and I wondered if you talked about 
how you can use Lady A, which is A L E X A, um, right. to read to read Kindle books to you. Did you talk about that? Um, well, I'm I'm covering the iBooks specifically. Kindle, um, you I do not remember. Um, this is something I've just recently found, and it is amazing. If anybody has um, Echo Dot or a Lady A device, um, right. read right um, in the library. And I cannot specifically recall um, about Kindle specifically. Um, I can say that you can also... Um, Say if you have an audiobook on Kindle that's connected through Audible, you can you can do that. Um, also, sure, you can sure, also, that's all, uh, that's go for Audible does. Yeah, you can also um, do what I mentioned earlier with specifically iBooks, but you can do this with Kindle or really anything you listen to on your phone or your device. Any other devices have a Bluetooth speaker like the Lady A. And um, connect your phone or device that Bluetooth functionality. Does that make sense? Well, does it does it does it actually read to you? I mean, does it ha have a? And its reading is really good. Um, well, I'm, I'm kind of one, saying this to let other people know. Right. One one workaround for sure is that you can go to your device and you can do the gesture on the phone or device to make it read continuously using your voiceover, preferred voiceover voice, or even um, like an app like Voice Stream Reader or something like that. The voiceover, and, the voiceover voice is very robotic. And uh, with Lady A, it is not. And that's the advantage. It's more right. like a real person. But, right. So I'm... Um, I don't believe that there's, yeah, I really can't recall specifically with Kindle. Um, I know it was discussed anyway, during that call, but I can't, it's, yeah. It's something to check into because it's way more advanced than the voiceover voice, and it's a pleasure to listen to rather than the robotic, non-human sort of voice that you get with voiceover. That's all. Thanks. Yeah. Anybody else? No hands yet. Awesome. So, um, oh, Andrea, Andrea raised her hand again. Yeah. Are you ready for Andrea or are you going yes. to say something else? Okay, go for it, Andrea. I'm sorry, I was muted. Um, I just want to share with Chris that not all the voiceover voices are that robotic. She should probably try some of the other ones. I realize that probably the Amazon voices are better, but you know, we have what we have. And um, some of the, some of the voiceover voices are quite good. Um, so it could be that maybe she hasn't tried very many of them because um, they've really improved them. So that's all I want to say. Oh, thank you for that suggestion. Yeah, I was, sort of thinking along, thinking along those lines, you kind of have to play around with that sort of thing. Um, so, oh, let's take one more before this, we go into this. Okay, this Diane is then. next. Hello, Diane. Oh, hi. Um, yeah, I just wanted to 
kind of echo what Andrew said. Yeah, there's different voices and it's 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 really great, you know, what we do have. So, you know, to me, even if it does sound robotic, it doesn't bother me because I'm just so grateful for what we have. Like, you know, 10, 20 years ago, we didn't we didn't have all this. And I just enjoy what we have. And um, like Andrew said, you know, you can try different voices and that sort of thing. OK, thank you. Thank you. And, and you know, this this sometimes comes up in my workshops when I cover these apps is that when we think back even 10 years ago, 15, 20 years ago, um, I remember those days when we had to wait two or three years for a book to come out on cassette to go on Bard. Um, <laughs> and now, like, I think we've gotten amazingly, wonderfully spoiled by the fact that we have all this wonderful technology that's progressed to the extent to where we can download a book the instant the author releases it. And I think it's a total awesome blessing. And um, not to say that we we can't be particular about our, our, our narration, right? I feel like we have the right to that, but also um, technology is still advancing as far as this goes and we could do better, but we're also doing great in the meantime. So thank you so much, you guys, for supporting each other. Um, so back to it, um, the iBooks app, let me open it. You guys will not be able to hear it, unfortunately. Just to give you a little bit of a, a thing, um, just, just a little bit of you know orientation of what you'll find in the iBooks app. When you download the app on your device, it's not going to show up as iBooks. It's going to show up as books, okay? That threw me off for a while. Um, but you can ask Siri to open iBooks and it'll recognize it just fine. But when you are swiping through your app selection, it's just going to say books. Um, so when you open the app, um, you know, obviously it'll it'll prompt you for login information, your Apple ID, all that good stuff that's typically uh, warranted from um, an, an app that um, like this. Okay. Um, so the first tab is reading now. I love this tab. I wish a lot of apps had this feature where I can just go in and, and look around and see the books that I have already started because I'm not a single book reader. I am a multi-book reader. I've constantly got three or four or five books on the burner. Um, and, and, and sometimes too, what happens with me is that I don't listen, I don't read a whole heck of a lot of eBooks. So when I open the books app, I can straight away look at the books that, um, that I haven't completed yet. And I can just go in and check check those out. Um, I will go into a little bit of detail about the books in a moment. Um, the library app, the library tab rather. Um, by the way, the tabs are all at the bottom as per 90% of the time when you open an app. Um, so these are all at the bottom. So the first one was 
reading now. The next one is library. I'm going to click on that. And it shows the books that I am have in my library that I have purchased or downloaded. Um, and then you can change of how you're going to view your information within the library. You can have list views. Um, you can just, um, it's telling me that I have two audiobooks. Um, some of those books are in five different series. series um, and yeah, it, it gives you information at the top um, to help you sort out your, your reading material. Um, the bookstore, my favorite part. That's the next tab. That's the third tab. Um, so there are different categories. So, you know, with these commercial apps like iBooks and Kindle and Audio and Audible and all these, all these other ones, you tend to get interesting categories that you don't, you wouldn't get on, say, Bard or Bookshare. And there are things like um, the one that's featured, being featured right now, read it before you watch it. So say there's a movie that's coming out soon or a TV show, and it, it's based off of a novel. Um, you can read the book, you know, you can find those books in that sort of selection um, or catalog. Um, get to know a heroine in a series starter. That's what's showing up for me. Um, so if you want to start a new series, you don't want to find something that's in the middle of a, of a series. Cause that's always really, really not impresses me when I am looking for a book to read and I am investigating if it's part of a series and I find out it's like the tent. Um, so this, this catalog specifically um, helps you start off on the right foot with a book. Um, they have limited time offers. You can find books for less than $5. Um, staff picks, bestsellers. Best-selling authors, yeah. Just so many different little catalogs that you can go into and just just spend some time just enjoying reading these books. And um, if you have some site, apparently they have great graphics. You can see book covers and, and all that on there. Um, so that is a bookstore app on the iBooks. The audiobooks tab, this is fun. So you can browse for audiobooks. They have the new and trending recently released and notable audiobooks, top audiobooks. Um, and it's the number one is Where the Crawdad Sing by, um, by Delia Owen. I read that back in 2019, 2020. Absolutely great book. Um, hey, Hiel, is it yes. that uh, done down in uh, Oregon? Isn't that out of Lakeside, Oregon, I think? Actually, no, it's out of the Carolinas. Oh, uh, okay. 
All yes. right. For some reason, uh, somebody told me it was based in Oregon. So interesting. Huh. No, yeah, it's it's. I guess book. I'll have to read it. So it's a really good book. It's <laughs> actually um, one of those books that you cannot really determine how it's going to go at the beginning. It's got a lot of depth to it. Like people judge it in the first three or four chapters, and I'm like, no, 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 you can't do that. You have to <laughs> keep going because it's got so much depth. It is so sad and all these things. But yeah, that's the number one uh, iBooks audio book on on um. On iBooks, so that's the number one downloaded one. Um, there are a few others. There's a Matthew McConaughey book. There's um, there's a book with um, James Patterson and some other famous person. I can't remember who at the moment, but there's so many people. Chris, I see your hand is raised. Let me finish up here, and then I'll continue. I'll take your hand. Um, so. So then the very last tab, which is typical of these types of apps, is the search tab. So you go in there, you tap on that, as I just did, double tap. Um, so this is a really a cool section because it's it knows if you, especially if you've been downloading books on the app, it's really great because um, it picks up your your reading preferences. So um, I read a lot of romance and sci-fi and that sort of thing. So it, it gives me recommendations based around my reading preferences, genre preferences. Um, and this is also where you can look more, it's kind of like the store, um, but you can also just search. Um, uh, so you can discover new authors, you can do trending, um, that kind of thing. But it's a very specific place where you can search for whatever's available. And I believe it'll show up if they're audio and ebook and or ebook. Um, so those are the tabs. There are um, reading now, library, bookstore, audiobooks, and search. Um, it's a really, really fun app to use. I think Chris has her hand raised, Teresa? Yes. Yep, she does. What can we do for you, Chris? I just wondered, I just wondered um, what the name of that book was that you were talking about. Which one? The book that you said was at the top of the list that was... Oh, it's called... Read it in it's also available on Bard. Um, but hey, you can get it on iBooks too if you don't mind paying. Um, it's called Where the Crawdads Sing by okay, Delia Owen. Um, it's read by, um, it doesn't say in the app, but I know who it's read by. It's read by Cassandra Campbell. She's one of the, I think she's one of the best narrators uh, out there. Um, and yeah, great book. Thank you. Uh huh. Andrea's got her hand up again. Hi, Hi. I'm unmuted. Um, I know this is not for instruction, Hyle. I appreciate that. Can you could you just talk real briefly about once you I've always struggled a little bit with the navigation, just the basic once you open a book, just how you start. Yeah, give me one second. Let me let me okay. go through that one you moment, please. You got it. Um, so I'm gonna click on the library. Um, let me just click on any random. 
Um, I'm going to open this book. Give me one moment. So when you open a book in the library tab, it'll, it'll have all these little buttons. It'll have page, it'll have page bookmarks. It'll have, you can choose your page. Um, you can see how many pages you have left in the book. Um, you can go into the table of contents just to, you know, if, if you're reading a reference material type book and you want to hop into a specific chapter or a section, it will show up there. Um, I'm trying to remember how to... Yeah, so then if you want to start the book... One second... Um, okay, so when you click on, say, like chapter one or whatever, there's, there's, um, there's, a am I'm, there, there we go. So it'll say like page bookmark on or off. Um, it'll have, you know, all these buttons. When you, there's, there's, there's a, um, one second, right before the page chooser, there's a button that's, in this case, it says note from the author. You click on that and, and it'll open the book for you. And then if you wanted to read continuously, you just, um, swipe down from the top to the bottom with two fingers. So your middle and index fingers start at the top, swipe straight down, and it'll read continuously. Um, that same gesture is also available on the Kindle app. Um, so I hope that answers your question. We have Diane now. My phone name right, Diane? Um, yeah, Diane. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, I was wondering, is that is the app the same as the because I have the books on my um, iPhone. It came with it that way. So that, yeah, it came when I got my new iPhone. It came with um, with books, you know, with books on my on it. Huh? You know, the, so right. is that the same as the app? Yeah, the app. So books and iBooks is the same thing, but it's just it's. People get thrown off because, you know, it's like iBooks, books, right? It, it just shows up like books on your phone or your device, but it is iBooks. It's the same thing. Oh, okay. Um, you can ask Siri to open iBooks and it, it'll open books. <laughs> okay. Because <laughs> I, I missed part yeah. of it, so I wasn't sure if that was an app you downloaded or um, it... Yeah, it comes with your phone. Some people remove it and re-add it. Um, oh, okay. Oh, I just, okay. I just work under the assumption that people don't have it, you know? Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Thanks. Mm -hmm. That's it for the moment. Awesome. Yeah. So it is really, really easy to use voiceover using these. Um, also, you can, if 
if you have a watch, you can also listen to your books. Get a watch while you're, you know, walking around. And you want to listen um, or whatever. That helps a lot, honestly. Um, Kay, do you have anything that you wanted to like ask about this also? I can't uh, really think of anything else. I've never used iBooks. That's why I wanted to uh, be in on this and see if it's easy to use. Because, um, you know, I've just almost always just used Bard, so. <laughs> <laughs> you know, they. I, I know you're a huge fan of Bard and free material. Um, the iBooks app does offer, like, limited time deals where you can get free books for, like, X amount. You can keep them. Uh, that's another thing that I neglected to point out. You can keep these books as long as you want them, you guys. Um, these oh, are not like, library books. Can you speed them up? Do you have controls over like that? And like that's the... done through your voiceover. Oh, okay. Okay. So yeah. those all go through voiceover. Okay. Perfect. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That and means then... I might be able to get them up faster, going faster <laughs> than other things. <laughs> that's cool. <laughs> I know how you like. Of course, your, sometimes your, voiceover is isn't times, fast four times? enough. Yeah, but sometimes voiceover, even at a hundred percent, isn't like fast enough. Sometimes, so it depends on what I'm doing. Oh it's crazy. Oh, wow, <laughs> you are amazing. She is, Andrea. Hi. Um, I know more questions. Um, hi, okay. this, is, this is sort of a two-part question. One is, um, does it remember your place? So, say you start reading and you have to stop. Um, if you close the app and come back to it, does it remember where you were? The Absolutely. Other thing, okay. The other part of the question is, will it sync between devices? So say uh, I start on my phone and I want to continue on my iPad. Um, I don't know that I'll read on my watch, but I, I would maybe do it on my iPad. Will it uh, pick up? You are able to do that. Sometimes I will say from my experience, it's a little bit wonky dory you know okay. a little bit but okay. i i think that seems to be the case for a lot of sync things like say audible too it happens on audible um um and i think uh i mainly listen to these on my phone andrea um okay. but but when you plan to look for use it on another device say switch from your iphone to your ipad or whatever Take a moment and see if it's going to ask you if you want to go back to the beginning or not. I can't remember if it does that on, on iBooks, but um, sometimes it will give you that option. Um, I appreciate that, Hayo. Thank you. No problem. No hands. No hands. Uh, okay, so we have we are one thirty eight. Um, I will go over the contact information for iBooks again, for those of you who are interested. Again, this material um, is, is available to you. Um, the, just the cliff notes are, are available to you um, if you call Hull Foundation and Learning Center. Um, Carrie will give you the information after. Give me one moment, please. So, Apple.com slash Apple Books. Um, that is the website. Um, Support.apple.com slash books is 
the support information, if you just want to look at it online, Apple Accessibility Support, 1877-204-3930. For those of you who prefer talking to a human um, about this, I will uh, I will extend the offer that if you guys have any further questions about this app that you did not get to ask here. Contact me through Whole Foundation. Call them up and ask for my information. Um, and and I could more than. And this is not just about iBooks. If you guys have any questions about Kindle, Audible, um, right? Kindle, Audible, Bard, Bookshare, any of the apps that I've already covered through my Read More Book series, I'm more than happy to assist you with. Um, Let's see here. So it's about, um, I have about 10-ish minutes to go to cover, but I wanted to extend the offer thanks to Andrea and, and some, of the, uh, some of you guys who answered, asked questions rather. It made me wonder if you guys, um, not just about iBooks, but if you guys have any questions about any other apps, I will keep the answers brief um, and I will not offer technological support um, because I just don't have the time nor and a whole heck of a lot of know-how um, right now. Um, so if you guys have any questions about say the Audible book service or BARD or, or NLS in general or um, Bookshare or any of the other apps like Kindle that I've covered, um, go for it, ask. Raise your hands and see if you, if I can help you. You know, um, Hael, I, I actually have to admit, this is Carrie, and I have to admit, I'm kind of excited about that part where you said it shows the series because, you know, I, I love reading series of books because then I don't have to try to find another book to read. Isn't <laughs> 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 that so easy? Oh, oh yeah. I love it. And then I go find other series by the same author or whatever. And, um, you know, the first time this happened, it was actually a Robin Carr book. I, I read a description of, you know, a, a preacher finds a church on eBay. And it was actually oh. her Virgin River series, which, oh, I just loved it. And um, so different than the movies. So if you guys watch the movies, read the books. <laughs> the books are way better. <laughs> the, the I think I stopped at like books 13, but oh, way yeah, better. There's like 20. Like, I know. Um, and, then, and then she has some that are in, based in Oregon, actually. They're like south of me, but things are out of order. But um, anyway, but, you know, it's, it was the first time I, you know, I read the book and then I found out, oh, it's one of the series. And it's like, I don't know, sixth or fifth or sixth in the series. And I'm like, oh, man, I missed all the backstory. <laughs> you know, I had a, a moment, Carrie, um, a few weeks ago when I happened to be on Facebook. I follow a lot of authors on Facebook. It's a good way to get to know them and contact them and ask questions and make sure that the blind community is actually heard. Right. So I. Um, I, <laughs> I, a, a, an author was advertising for a series, like she, a book, one of her books, it was on sale apparently. And I was so excited because, oh, this book looks really good. And then I went on Goodreads 
and it's like the 12th. And I was like, are you serious? (laughs) (laughs) Well, that gave you a few days of reading to go back to book one. (laughs) Well, that gave me a few weeks because I don't read them as fast as you do. And um, these days I have the attention span of a flea. But, um, (laughs) but, but, um, yeah, so I started, and then I realized that I already read, like, books one through, like, eight already, but because I, the, it's been almost 10 years, I decided to just reread them, but yeah. Oh, uh, Diane, I believe. Yep. Yeah, um, speaking of books with series, I'm reading Ruth Bowen's um, series, um, Murphy's Laws is the first book in the series, and it's all about the Molly Murphy mysteries. And it's just fun to go from one to the next um, and go in order. And then you just can't wait to get to the next book and see what, what comes up next. And she gets herself into more problems. Molly Murphy is the main character. Gets herself into more problems. And <laughs> it's really a great <laughs> series if you have if you like to read series. Awesome. Well, Could you repeat book. the name again in the author? Uh, it's Reese Bowen, and it's R H Y S is her first name, B O W E N. Oh, okay. And the main character is um, Molly Murphy, and uh, the first book is Murphy's Law. I've actually heard of these books. I never read them though. I can't. Oh, they they're really good. Kind of showing up in places. Yeah, they're they're really good, and just can't wait to go to the next book to see what else is coming <laughs> next. <laughs> Um, you don't really have to read them in order because she gives a little bit, tells a little bit about the previous book in the, you know, the next one. But it, it's better to go in order because it's like, you know, a whole yeah. a, a series. So it's it's just, more, I think, more fun to go in order. I'm on the I, sixth one. <laughs> I'm on the mind that that if, if a book, if an author says, oh, you can read them in any way, shape, or form that you want, in any order, and I'm thinking, no, because you accidentally offer spoilers. I don't care. Yeah. No, the, she doesn't say that, but I just do it because, you know, I, I just, I, the reason that happens, I, the first one I read was at Christmas time. Um, so it was a, a Christmas book, Away in a Manger. And uh, so, and she doesn't tell a lot about the previous book, just a little bit. So you kind of, um, and it's just like a sentence or two that's it's mixed in with the story. So, um, so I read that one first, and then I went back, and my sister said, "Oh yeah, I read those books, and they're they're really good. They're hard to put down." <laughs> so yeah, just thought I'd share that. Awesome. You know, we were talking earlier about how um, about you know how grateful and blessed we are to to have the opportunity to like read books in the way that we want them to to be read to us now you know versus 10 15 20 30 years ago where we had no choice but to have bard or braille right um and i feel like now such easy access to books puts us up there in the same level of of book peer support that are cited counterparts. Um, like I can talk about a book with a, a coworker or something and and they'll say, oh yeah, I read that last week. And it's such a nice feeling to be able to discuss a book instead of, 
I remember back in those days, back then, when they were like, oh, I read this book. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I have to wait a year, you know? Um, yeah. <laughs> it's just like, um, now it's like, oh, you know, you're seeing their, books their with iPhones, too. And, you know, they're reading them on their iPhones. Um, and But a lot of times they have to, they have like three weeks, I think, to read them um, through a library if they do it that way. Whereas we, a lot of the sites, we can keep ours. So that's really cool. Yeah, indeed. Exactly. But thank you so much. I'm going to definitely look into that. See, I think I might have one of the books in a wish list, on a board wish list, um, a Reese Bowen book, but I'll yeah. definitely. The first one is Murphy's Law. Okay. Definitely. So that, that, that'd be the first one. Okay. okay. Thank you so much. Uh -huh. You're welcome. Anybody else have anything to share about books or any questions about right book now. apps? I, I will say I've heard another thing that a lot of people do is if they find a favorite narrator, they just start looking for books by that narrator. I do that too. Do you? Yeah. I, you know, because I speed the books up so much, I actually can speed up female narrators more than a male narrator. Um, but using JAWS on my computer, I use the male voice. So I don't know. I don't know what's up with that. <laughs> Yeah, I, I I can see that happening. Or was yeah. it hard of hearing individual men tend to speak mumble more than females do? Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> their voices are like just the deeper voice is hard to speed up because then they just sound mumbled to me. Yeah, personally. yeah, yeah. But, but I, you know, I like your comments about. Um, you know, keeping up with what's going on in the world now with books. Um, and there are so many people, just non-visually impaired people, that just like audiobooks. And I think that's really just, you know, been what's fueled this to make it more readily for us. Because if the, you know, sighted world, you know, didn't have that demand for the books, it wouldn't have exploded as much um, for accessibility for us. Yeah, exactly. Like I follow, I follow places like um, like Goodreads and different you know author pages and stuff like that. As I mentioned earlier, and one of the things that I love is that I can they'll say you know what books are you reading this week or you know Friday check in or you know what books you know what book are you reading that you would describe describe the book that you're reading in three words or something and I and that's a really fun way of getting book recommendations. Um, yeah, and finding new authors and stuff, and it feels really good for me, especially that now, you know, like we've been talking about the the easier access to books. That if somebody recommends a book, I'm pretty confident that I'll be able to access it pretty quickly. That's great. Hey, Hale, my my daughter reads a lot of fan fiction stuff. Have you had any experience with platforms for fan fiction? Um, not really. I know somebody who contributes to fan fiction catalogs. She's, okay. She does this on like on, on, for fun, but I don't really know. I, I read fan fiction um, mm -hmm. and some of it is really, really amazingly well written um, and other, well, not so much, but that's kind of the, the nature of of that sort of thing. You I was just thinking that maybe right. some readers don't understand what fan fiction is, so maybe you could so explain that. Fan fiction, for those of you who don't know, is where, say, um, 
I'll, I'll use Harry Potter in an example because there's a lot of Harry Potter. I mean, thousands of Harry Potter. <laughs> That's what my daughter reads. She's been reading it for two years and has not gotten off of it. It never ends. It never <laughs> ends. Right. So, um, so fan fiction is say you you read the Harry Potter books and you're very very familiar with the uni- Harry Potter universe. You're very very familiar with the characters and their nature. Um. And you write your own story about what those characters do and what Harry Potter does and the the, the magical aspects. Um, there are there's there's fan fiction that that is written with the understanding that it is not um, canon, which means that it's not going to go in the books as like as as relevant information for Harry Potter specifically. It's more going to be like a fun read, like, oh, um, Harry Potter meets a girlfriend or uh, Harry Potter's magic goes wrong and X, Y, Z happens. And something that couldn't have happened in the books you want to write about and you feel fairly confident about writing about, then write about it. And people share this information like crazy. Um, I have a friend who... who um, who catalogs these, uh, she'll spend hours looking for fan fiction by, uh, about Harry Potter and just catalog them um, all weekend. Um, and, and they're all mostly, they're all free too. Um, and uh, yeah, there's, there's fan fiction about all sorts of interesting material. Uh, like if there's a, um, a movie, a really popular movie, there's probably a fanfic about it. If there's a popular book series, there's probably a fanfic about it. There's even games, video games have fanfics um, that you can look up and read about characters in a video game. I used to be a hardcore gamer and um, for 10, 10 or so years, and I found a lot of fanfics about the most obscure games out there um so yeah they're, if and they're really they're really good and they're really imaginative i just don't have a whole heck of a lot of experience with reading a lot of them um i read mm, maybe 10 or 15 throughout the years not very many and some of them like i said before they're really good or they're decent or they're really bad but that just kind of goes with the nature of a fanfic and, and Hyle, do you know, are they specific websites, you know, like, you know, you've been doing different apps like Audible and whatever. Do they go through those things or are they different websites? Um, I believe there are websites um, and they're kind of, there are form, web forms about them. There are, it, it's kind of one of those things where if you're interested, you're going to do the research. Um, I don't know about any specific apps i know there are websites but nothing nothing like mainly if somebody if i read a fanfic it's because somebody else has it and just sent it to me um that's how they're shared also it's just in the fanfic community everybody just shares them with each other um especially if they're free we're at 54 after awesome Thank you so much, everybody, for coming to read more books, iBooks. 
Next month, we will be going over the Libby app, so the, the library app, so that you may borrow your books from your local library or libraries. Um, thank you so much for spending, making the time on this Wednesday to, to uh, ask your questions and, and just be here with us. Thank you so much. Carrie, take it away. All right. Thank you, Hayel. And thanks for all that information about iBooks. So I'll have to go check it out now. <laughs> so um, we really want to thank all of our whole foundation contributors and members because without their support, these calls that we do and our peer-to-peer -peer support and some of the other things that whole foundation does would not be possible. And in a minute, I'll give you contact information. So get those writing devices, whatever, ready. Um, but we have a couple more um, Zoom calls this week for Whole Foundation. One's not listed. Teresa, is there one today at 5 Pacific? Um, no, I think there's one at 6.30 that's not an ACB call, but it's a group okay. chat about how are you doing? How are you dealing? Marge is doing that. And then we have two tomorrow that are supposed to get streamed, I believe. Yeah. And then two. Yeah. Okay. So, so that's 6.30. 30 Pacific time. So if you reach out to the office, you just might get an email back if you're really quick um, with the calls. But tomorrow, which are on ACB, is there's one at uh, 10 a.m. Pacific, one Eastern, about office organization. And Deb Marinos was our guest last, last week, and she's been our guest several times. Um, and so she's going to give us tips and tricks on office organization. And... Um, Tomorrow at 1 Pacific, 4 Eastern, Desiree Christian is going to talk about traveling solo to Alaska as a visually impaired person. So that sounds really interesting um, to hear about, and I'll get to listen in on that. Yay me! I'm so excited. Um, and right now, Whole Foundation does have a raffle going on. If you contact the office, you can get more information. Um, and it's going through the end of May. So to get what um, Kyle was talking about, the post-session notes, and to get on our email list, you can call 503-668-6195. Again, 503-668-6195. You could also send an email to oralhole at gmail.com. That's O-R-A-L. H-U-L-L at gmail.com or you could find us on the web at wholeparkfortheblind.org and that's H-U-L-L park F-O-R theblind.org Then we usually end with some jokes and quotes. The past, the present, and the future all walked into a bar. It was very tense. Okay, jokes, moaners, whatever. Okay, why did Timmy eat his dad's magazine? Because the cover said to readers, digest. Oh. All right, I thought that was kind of a grammar too. <laughs> Reading is essential for those who strive to Rise above the ordinary. Reading is essential for those who strive to go beyond the ordinary. That's a cool quote. I like that. And that was from Jim 
Roan. You know how Jaws tells us weird saying, so I had to like listen to the spelling of the name to get the right name. So, so anyway, <laughs> thank you everybody for joining thank us. Thank you on so Read much, everybody. iBooks, and join us next month when Hyle gives us more information on the Libby app.